1: Welcome to the ID10T podcast number 1079. If you go to ID10T.com, you are very soon going to see some... Uh, we're uh, opening a whole vintage t-shirt shop on there. So I, several months ago, um, found a bunch of really great vintage shirts. Shirts that I am really probably would own... <laughs> I really you have to you have to go buy them please I don't need any more (laughs) t-shirts I just was like oh I like this one and I like this one I like this one no no Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah I'll take that too and then um but the plan was always to open a, a vintage shop but it's real tempting Because I sure love uh, vintage t-shirts. So that will be at ID10T.com in the next uh, couple of weeks. So go there for that. Sign up for our email list on there while you're there. And uh, we'll notify you of things in a not-too-intrusive fashion uh, from time to time. All right. Let's talk about you now, the ID10T community and the ID10T community corkboard events at ID10T.com. Like Brett who writes... My band, Quixote Project, released an album last year with a fun theme. Our Kickstarter offered a reward level where you could give us any name and ideas, and we will write you a song. The new album, titled Namesake, is the result of those requests. What started as jingle-style songs turned into something far more personal as people were asking us to help put words and music to the people that they loved. The style is folk music, but dips its toes into reggae, rock, and other styles as the song's needed. We have not been able to go out and promote it, uh, what with the global pandemic canceling live music events, and we hope to get the word out. The music can be found on all streaming sites or check out our site at theqpmusic.com. What a fun idea. Really, really, really great idea to, to get people to give you stuff to write about, that challenge. I mean, that's just a great thing for any writer of you know, like whether it's comedy or a novel or a script or and, and music in your case, but if someone just challenges you to write something, because sometimes the issue can be, you go, God, I can write about anything, but I don't know what to write about. It's sort of like going to google.com and going, I could search for anything. But I don't know what to search about. And so you, um, uh, so you're not too overwhelmed by the, by the uh, uh, infinite choices, then have someone assign you things (laughs) that's a great idea brett wonderful idea i will go check that out this oh events at idsnt.com i said that in the beginning but i like to remind people so there you've been reminded this episode is uncle ron perlman i like to call him uncle ron i love him he's been on the podcast a bunch it's always delightful when he's on it's just such a great mix of you know, fun, but serious and joking and then uh, honest. And I don't know. I just really, I love connecting with him. Uh, So... Anytime Ron Perlman wants to come on the podcast, he certainly can come on the podcast, because I do kind of think of him as Uncle Ron now. He's promoting Run with the Hunted, which is on demand June 26th. That is a film. Also, another film called The Big Ugly, which is on demand July 30th. And when I say on demand, I mean on all of the, the usual platforms where you get your content and you demand to get that content. So uh, there you go. Two movies within a month. Uh, Run with the Hunted and the Big Ugly. So this is the ID10T podcast number 1079 with Ron Perlman. And we're rolling the thing. Watch it roll. Hear it roll. Watch it roll with your ears. Because hearing is seeing with your auditory canals. Initiating ID10T protocol. fine if you don't it's not it's not uh, it's not crucial but it's, I just take the audio from this anyway
0: all right cool let's uh then let's uh you don't need to see what I look like I haven't changed
1: <laughs> I mean I have I have but but just
0: my underwear <laughs> uh,
1: are you are you are you safe are you home are you okay like it's uh you know, last time I saw you, you know, we got to see each other in person. And those days seem like such a distant memory of being able to actually sit down across a table from someone.
0: I mean, I'm not sure I would uh, go far as, uh, for so far as to say I'm safe. Um, you know, who really is uh, of in course. this day and age, you know, uh, especially with uh, all of uh, our proclivities toward expressing ourselves in social media. Um, I'm never safe. I'm as far from safe as I've ever been, but I'm healthy and I'm happy knocking on wood. And uh, I have been enjoying this uh, this 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 kind of moment. It's, it 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 appears I never knew this before. But I mean, quarantining is my thing.
1: You could have quarantined years ago. We didn't know.
0: Had I only known, I, 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 would have, I would have, you know. The, it turns out the only thing I need to, c- to come out for is to make a living, and um, <laughs> I'm, you know, as 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 we all are, I'm, I'm finding ways to do that from my house as well. So um, I don't like uh, hanging around with people anymore. Um, number one, and number two, I really love sitting around the house and doing absolutely fucking nothing. So you know I mean, you know, it's my party, baby.
1: I mean, it there there is there is a theory that's going around that maybe filmmaking will just turn into like essentially solo performances and green screens that are just all cut together somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's it's it's um it's kind of um concerning to see Uh, I mean, the reason why we don't know the answers to any of this stuff is because there's, this is like the the most unprecedented moment, uh, you know, of anyone's maybe ever, you know, in the history of the world, how it redounds to, you know, how we, you know, uh, do various things that we took for granted is, uh, you know, sort of sitting here on the sidelines and watching everybody flail about um, and um, try to imagine uh, a world in which they can, you know, uh, resume uh, doing what they used to do without giving it a second thought, has been really eye-opening, hasn't it? I mean,
1: um, yeah, I mean, it's just the, <laughs> the hardest thing is just not knowing. It's just the big question marks of. You but know.
0: each of the each of the guilds have their own. Um, kind of concerns and rules and regulations. And of course the studios have their own concerns and and rules and regulations and, and, um, liability concerns. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, and then there's like, you know, like the, 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 the the doomsday, um, kind of, um, uh, crowd that always pops their head up at moments like this and says it'll never, it's never going to come back to normal and you know it's like we may as well not even bother you know if you can't do a love scene blah 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 blah, you know so um, part of me is uh, sitting here kind of amused by uh, the entertainment value of it all and part of me is scared shitless. I mean
1: Um, I guess I just feel like at many times in human history there's been some type of event of an event that changed temporarily the way that I mean, you know, there were massive plagues, you know, that wiped out and, and so but eventually But that was pre MGM. <laughs> that was before MGM. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was the before Mr. Hadn't been invented yet.
1: That's right. I don't know. My hope is that you just start releasing a series of home karaoke videos. That you find a way to just start releasing performances in your in your home. You know, uh, Steve Wait Jones... a minute.
0: Wait a minute. Have you been a- hacking my emails, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do
1: it? I wish you would. And Are I really... mean,
0: you, you know, you talk about... Um, um, what is it when you give away too much information on a show that nobody's seen yet? Oh, you're yeah. Talking yeah about, a spoiler. talk about, about spoiler alerts. I was looking for a really big announcement. And here we've fucking blown it right, right before I even get out of the gate.
1: I'm so sorry. I, you know, like I shouldn't pitch ideas until the end of the show. So then that way we've talked about everything. I go, okay, if we haven't talked about thing singing, I'm going to pitch. Let me, end.
0: let me tell you something. You know, the home karaoke thing. That was a great idea, but there's plenty more where that came from. So there's don't worry pl- about <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think that might've been it. I might've peaked. I might've peaked in the first 10 minutes. That This might be it. Don't you worry about it, pal. There's plenty more. <laughs> I don't know why if you if you um, Steve Jones, who's a guitarist for the Sex Pistols, has his Instagram feed and he plays songs in his like he plays in his shower because the acoustics are really good. So he'll just take the guitar in there and just start you know playing and singing songs. And uh, I don't know. I just think uh, you know like a, a visual tour of the Perlman Estate might be a fun. You know, you do one song over here, one song over there, one song in the kitchen, one song in the yard, one song in the, you know.
0: Well, Steve Steve actually might be onto something by playing in the in the bathroom on his electric guitar. But he, unlike me, doesn't do it with the water running, which uh, adds a whole element of, of um, you know, the snuff out uh, idea of like, uh, you know, uh, auto elect, electro or whatever, or whatever, whatever it's called when you, when you get off the your, your last moments of, of, um, um, so that's, that's an idea that I'm running through my people.
1: I mean, do you, did you have stuff in, were you about to start shooting anything when everything happened or were you, were you on a break I'm, anyway?
0: I'm in the middle of one. I'm in the middle of uh, of uh, a rather large uh, Guillermo del Toro movie, um, probably 40% of the way shot. Um, and um, I was just about to get on a plane uh, to resume my portion of the shooting in Toronto when uh, the edict came down that they were putting a pin in it temporarily. Uh, at that time, that was what, March, some sometime in mid-March. Yeah. They were hoping for a two week break. Um, You know, that was, uh, that hope uh, went by the wayside rather quickly. Um, And they're hoping now for uh, a resumption in uh, like mid September.
1: September, yeah. That's that's the date, that's the time period that I keep hearing as well that people are just going, well, September, September, September. And um, yeah, I mean, hopefully that's the case. And hopefully they'll figure out ways to, I mean, this the social distancing element though not only is going to inform how things are shut, but I think it will largely inform story going forward. I mean, how could it not, right? If you have to if you have to physically put people not in proximity to one another, how could it not inform the story?
0: Is there a way to erase all those surgical masks and posts? <laughs>
1: Uh, there probably is. I'm sure James Cameron could do it. I'm sure ILM might be working on some little app right now that basically just basically just puts a mouth in over the mask or we just or or maybe this is just a year where people just have masks and things but don't reference it and audiences just go, well, we just know that everyone that's just kind of the way the world is now. Maybe it's just a thing that we ignore. Who knows? Every time I go
0: out to the store and, you know, you see, like, every strata of society. Uh, L.A. has been pretty good about – I'm in L.A. right now. L.A. has been pretty good about the wearing of the masks and complying with um, at least L.A. proper. I'm not sure about what, what happens when you get out of uh, the city limits. I think it's somewhat different. But um, people have been really, really complying here and, um, and you know, being very good uh, citizens. and um, but you see everything from like hip hop stars, you know, to uh, septuagenarians, uh, to, uh, like everything in between all wearing a different kind of face adornments, Yeah. uh, which is like, it's, is a new form of expression. Um,
1: Absolutely. It's also, a, it's fashion, it's expression. It's, I mean, you know, like if these things are basically just, they're, it's, they're, well, they're not just accessories, actually, they're necessities. You know, it's the first time in my lifetime that something was required. Like you really need to wear this.
0: (laughs) You know, I used to see people in surgical masks, you know, who were just like, like long before uh, there was even the notion of a coronavirus, you know, just, just for the heck of it to protect themselves. And, you know, the, the, the kind of rancor that just kind of like, was brewing inside of me by saying, "Jesus Christ, don't you realize you're gonna fucking die anyway?" Um, and so <laughs> to have this thing where people are wearing surgical masks, you know, and that's completely overwhelmingly the new normal. Is um, you know, it's 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 it's, it's, an, it's just another form of self amusement, Chris.
1: Well, we all, I mean, listen, we have all had to find ways in the past 3 months. I mean, 3 months, over 3 months now. It feels like everything before March 13th was a year ago, you know? Like it just feels like it was it was so long ago and I even I'll, I'll be watching movies and or even commercials, you know, where people are all like crowding into a thing or flooding into an area. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's right. We used to be able to do that. It <laughs> feels you know, like it was a lifetime ago.
0: I don't know. Are you feeling that, you know, uh, there's a kind of a, I feel it in me, you know, I'm, I'm relaxing the, the care that I was putting into this initially, you know, I'm just kind of relaxing. And I, I think me being a native New Yorker and watching uh, the way Cuomo, um, deftly managed what was a nightmarish situation into something that reflected what can happen when there's great leadership and but it, but it was a signal like okay you know um, uh you know it's time to to uh resume it's like it's it's time to like start relaxing uh and transitioning into you know our uh, return to some sort of a societal um um, non-social distancing reality, and um, I, I, I realize I'm 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 putting myself in, in great danger by even having that enter into my consciousness because um, numbers in LA County are going up, and numbers in 19 states are higher than they've ever been, and I mean it's 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 a conundrum my friend it's it's a real head scratcher this one
1: yeah i mean it is it it is just a wait and see and that's unfortunate because you know there's a we we like to convince ourselves that we have these little bubbles of certainty that we live in and and then something comes along and it's like oh yeah no, nothing is really certain <laughs> you know you don't know <clears throat> i mean it definitely has you know it's it's certainly made i think it's sort of making people reflect and sort of think about what's important and what's important in life and balance and, you know, not, uh, n- not, not putting all of your eggs in the um, basket of like, Oh, I don't, I don't exist if I'm not working all the time or I'm not out doing stuff all the time, or I'm not out going places all the time. I mean, we just, have just had to kind of sit with ourselves and, you know, and hopefully, reflect and and as i've said since it started i hope we come out the other side more appreciative and you know kinder and more balanced and you know all all those things that you hope for you're bound to have
0: uh some sort of a, a a major conscience consciousness shift um in the early stages of our recovery um I just hope that the things that you're supposed to take away from opportunities like this, because, you know, for me, everything is an opportunity um, to if if this is what I'm supposed to do now, if I'm supposed to sit around and listen to the sound of my arteries hardening um, and strip myself bare of the things that I normally measure my, you know, the the, the, the stint meter on, you know, my quality of life meaning, you know, I'm working, I'm pulling in money, um, you know, um, I'm traveling. I'm, you know, all of those things by which you measure yourself in a, in a normal um, set of circumstances have have been ripped, ripped from you. And you are forced to go inward and you're forced to, I mean, those of us who are lucky enough to be able to like financially make it through, I mean, that's one thing, you know, imagine the challenge of like, people who were were living paycheck to paycheck and had no cushion and that, that, you know, and then their, their little, you know, like minimum wage gig that they had or decent wage gig that they had, but not enough to, you know, retire with dignity is pulled away from them. You know, um, those people, it's life and death. Those people are like you're dealing with a kind of mental health challenges that I can't even begin to imagine. So let's okay. just talk about you and me for a second.
1: No, because... well, no, you're right though. You, and and it's it, not only is it heartbreaking, but also the idea of um the the sort of the you raise an interesting issue of the mental health is will there be like a mental health crisis by the time you know are we in the midst of one or will it not? hit until afterwards of, um, you know, the, this sort of the trauma of this, particularly with, you know, being isolated or like what you're talking about, if people's livelihoods just evaporated immediately and how are they going to survive and how are they getting through? I mean, it is, it is a traumatic event and I, and I really hope that, I really hope that there is a focus on mental health, public mental health, um, you know emerging from this because i think people are going to need you know like trying to as much as everyone wants to just like jump back into the world and get back we just really you know we want i you know that i think we do have to be mindful that it's there it will be a little bit of a process and an adjustment a readjustment period when that's allowed and you know hopefully we will be you know talking and taking mental health very seriously because this this is affecting i mean it's affecting the whole world
0: yeah the whole world. That's that's the, that's that's the other thing that's unprecedented is that um, there's no border, there's no strata, there's no station in life, there's no there's no place that's safe from when Mother Nature decides to descend upon you um, and uh, um, express herself in ways of great dismay and disdain.
1: But you, when you were the last time you were on, you already seemed to have a really good attitude about life and work and everything. And you know, you said you you like to you, work was fun. You you know, like it was a blast that you got to do it. There were some things you still wanted to do, but ultimately, you know, your family and I mean, like you, your your values seemed pretty aligned. It's it doesn't sound to me like you had to when quarantine hit. Go boy, maybe I really need to rethink. <laughs> My values, it sounded like they were already kind of focused on your family first, and then the career stuff was all just kind of gravy
0: yeah, but it 's a, a beautiful kind of gravy i mean I, 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 I you know i that is all true i've reached a point in my life where um, when forced into a situation like this, where there is no external um, uh, animating factor um I'm just fine. You know, I'm, I'm, I've really been going, get going through this with a great deal of positivity and um, joy and uh, catching up on some stuff, books and movies and and TV things that I kept putting off and putting off. So I'm, I'm having a great time doing it, but the gravy part um, is still very much uh, uh, at work, you know, in my, you know, inner, inner turnings and, and rumblings, and I'm still constantly trying to engage in projects that that float in my boat and, and titillate me and and make me, you know, bound out of bed in the morning. Um, and uh, so, uh, it's a good place to be because um, the fire is still very much lit, but the need for it is diminished greatly. Um, and uh so that's that that's a good combination um i'm a very happy dude bro
1: well i'm glad to hear that i really am i mean you know i I, it's it's kind of strange to think that you first started coming on these podcasts many years ago and it just you you've always been so gracious and so fun and so funny and you know, I, I, I sort of, I think I jokingly called you Uncle Ron the last time you were on. Like, oh, you're like Uncle Ron. But I do kind of think of you that way. Like, oh, Uncle Ron's coming back on. It'd be great to catch up with him. It's been a while, you know. And mm-hmm. I think I'm, proud that,
0: to be, I'm proud to be your Uncle Ron, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, really I wish you would talk to some of your influential friends and have me be their uncle, too, for crying out loud.
1: I mean, you know, you could be everyone's <laughs> Uncle Ron. People could just start, I could just I, say, hey, I, Uncle Ron's I, on. People I,
0: would. I would not mind going out that way. Uncle Ron lived a great life. He, blah, blah, blah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's but not anybody, get ahead of
1: ourselves. We've got
0: plenty of time. I, I wouldn't mind spending the, 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 um, the last 40 years of my life, um, you know, as being uncle to the world.
1: Okay, it's time to commit. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start
0: your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. But when, have you you had sort of a pattern or have you created a a home structure in quarantine? Do you get up at the same time every day? Do you kind of... Did you sort of build something that sort of felt like a structure to occupy your time? Or can you just sort of sit around and go moment to moment?
0: It's more the latter. Um, Very, very, I mean, you know, I still, uh, um, I'm not sleeping in like you would think. I mean, I, 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 you know, if I went back to my original way, which was to like, go to bed at four o'clock in the morning and wake up at 1130 a.m. I haven't done that in years. Nor has that kind of kicked back in, you know, under these circumstances. In other words, I'm I'm finding reasons to get up out of bed, catch up on what's going on with the world, find out who I am within the melees, and how maybe I could be helpful. Check in with my friends, um, you know, do my little home version of uh, trying to stay in shape. Um, so I'm filling up the time, but it's it, but it's in like i'm gonna i'm gonna do all of those things when i want to how i want to and there's really no structure other than um the complete like okay what's next and it, it it's kind of um very organic because it's 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 not imposed it's not it's not uh pre preconceived it's 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 happening as it happens which is which is also you know quite uh, refreshing and um, yeah, that's uh, the that answer to your question, yes.
1: Well, what advice do you have for people, as Uncle Ron, what advice do you have for people who are having a hard time dealing without structure? I mean, like some some people really do rely on, they just need to know, you know, where to go and what to do, you know, from eight to eight and without without anything, without a job or without someone saying like, okay, be here from this time to this time and do this and turn this in. I mean, obviously people are, some people are managing to work from home, but is is there any sort of, uh, I don't know, you know, good life slash spiritual advice you would give to people who are struggling with the lack of structure that they might have in their lives? Listen, I
0: mean, you know, everything that I say is going to sound trivial and trite and like something you'd you'd find in a a, a really shitty Chinese restaurant, fortune cookie. Um, uh, You know, the ones that say um, life is great. That's not a fortune (laughs) motherfucker. That's just something you stuck in a cookie. Um, But um, I don't remember your question, Chris, but I know it was a really, no, I think I do remember it. Listen, I, I feel like I, and I, I touched on this earlier, you know, I, I think that um, everything that's challenging is an opportunity to add another layer of greatness to your arsenal of how you navigate through this life. And the more challenging, the greater the opportunity. Um, Now, you know, the caveat being, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you don't have any resources, I don't know what to tell you, man. I just pray for you. I hope you figure out a way to stay safe and, you know, keep groceries coming in and keep a roof over your head. But, you know, aside from that, um, in terms of, uh, being someone who has relied on external things to, 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 um, Provide them with a schedule uh, uh, when you wake up, when you have your three meals, you know, um, what you, what, what kind of free time do you have? What do you do with that free time? You know, and then all of that is kind of like pulled out from under you. This is the opportunity to find out what it is you think that's truly important in this life. What are the causes? What are the values? What are the things, whether it's, you know, entrenching yourself deeper in family, whether it's entrenching yourself deeper in some sort of um, philosophical thing that you always wanted to, you know, become adept at but never had the chance, Um, whether it's um, writing your own script rather than depending on the outside. In other words, you know, turning inward um, and, and not leaving the room until you've answered the question, like what floats my boat, and right. now that I have all this opportunity to pursue that, how can I, you know, make every single day um, a chance to get closer to the things where ultimately I will find my bliss, and um, that that would be my 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 uh, recommendation.
1: I mean, it's a good one because. So much of the time, especially in the in a pre-corona world, because of all of the things that there were in the world in the outside world to distract us, you know, you just sort of, you kind of just get on autopilot. You go, 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 and it's easy to, it's easy to forget why you're go, 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 going all the time, and then all of a sudden you can't. And you're right, you you have to turn inward and really ask yourself really ask yourself those questions. Now, it's not an easy process and I'm certainly not saying it's a simple thing to do, but taking that opportunity and trying to explore some of those ideas and explore some of those bigger philosophical things that you probably didn't really have the opportunity to think about before, it is it 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 is an interesting it's an interesting concept because I just feel like it's not something that a lot of us really had the time to do before. (laughs) And so it'll be interesting to see if on the other side of this, if a lot of people completely have vocation changes, because like, oh, I realized I actually didn't even like the thing I was doing before. So I started this new thing. This was an opportunity to, you know, because people change, you know, like the things you started doing when you were younger, you may not uh, be into anymore.
0: And a lot of the times those things that they were making a living at doing, even, even though they were, whether, whether they were happy at it or unhappy at it or just coasting or just doing it to keep, um, you know, the rent paid, uh, those things, are, a lot of them are going to go away. I mean, if you do go out into the street and drive up and down your favorite thoroughfare, and you, you realize the venerable old chain stores, chain businesses that have gone under, um, you know, Barney's has gone under. Neiman's gone under. Pier One. I mean, that just driving down the road, just going, my God! If there was ever a signal to like um, uh, create a a a world for yourself where you take nothing for granted, where you uh, you know appreciate every single good thing that you have in your life, because there's nothing that's guaranteed. And, um, there's no promise of tomorrow w- with regard to the things that, that you depend on interfacing with. Um, you know, that's what we're seeing. And, you know, um, it's, it, it, it it's, it's a wake up call for real, but it's also the opportunity to be a great wake up call for those who choose to say, okay, well, shit, man, you know, everything's gone. Um, why don't I figure out really what I want to do and make it happen? And right. I have certainly have the time. Um, you know, I certainly am not any better off or worse off than anybody else by completely starting from scratch because all of us are unemployed. I mean, you know, there are, there are, like you say, there are a huge mass of people that are working from home, but, uh, there's a huge, a huge mass that's not, and, uh, you know, not, um in the essentials uh uh column
1: have you written anything in quarantine have you have you decided to, have you tried to create something in quarantine have you felt creative in that way or are you just sort of are are you just kind of letting it go and letting it flow and letting it be no i'm, I'm
0: there's a few projects that um, that have i'm not a, I, I can't write um, I can't write to the to uh, a great failing of mine because i'm, I'm, I'm there's nobody who appreciates uh, uh, the written word more than me and 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 yet I've been deprived of being able to be a guy I write really good uh, emails and um, <laughs> grocery lists and occasionally a decent tweet but if it's over 140 characters you know you, you got to call somebody else got it but there's a lot of great ideas that have come through um that I'm um I'm working on um advancing uh there's a couple of uh, pet projects of mine that I've been you know working on advancing and uh, figuring out like when 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 we can jump back into things uh you know trying to have things that are ready um so yeah I've been creatively very very uh active and um and happy at that but also um it's 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 a kind of a satisfaction that that comes from the fact that i'm i'm working on things that that um fascinate me you know that are not simply things that um i feel like are going to be a a good career move or uh, a good money play you know these are things that like uh, are personally, uh, enriching. And, um, and, and it's, it's really cool. There's no guarantee that they'll ever get done, but you know, I've, I've come to find out that the process, the result is, is, is way overrated. Um, the, the, the journey, the process of, of working on things that you love, that is where all of the joy comes from. Um, you know, and when it's over, whether, whether it was well received or not, you just kind of go, Oh, Jesus, now what do I do?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, you know, it's the idea of the result being overrated. You know, I, I, that is such an important thing for people to absorb because we get so goal driven and then you sort of forget, like, well, I think a goal is really just a direction. It's, it's just, it's just something to aim at, but it's like the thing itself, that result, you're right. Because number one, you can't control how the result turns out. You can't control how it's received. You, you you know, you don't even really feel it for more than a half a second once you've completed the thing, you know, and, uh, and you're absolutely right of focusing more on the journey of getting there. That's, that's where all the, the meat lies, but we just seems so focused on, no, that thing, that thing, I need to acquire that thing. And we really need to be focusing more on like, what is this, what is this trip we're taking along the way and what is it Mm -hmm. making of us? And what are we, what are we learning? You're right. The result doesn't necessarily teach you that much of anything. It's just sort of like a, it's a checkbox to mark off.
0: You know, and in our business, um, results of things are so um skewed toward a non-realistic you know reality right um you know the perception of what's what's hot and what's not the perception of what's good and what's not the perception of what's commercial and what's not what's going to make money and what's not what's going to you know put you, put you into that you know higher percentile of of uh, of of actors or performers or writers or singers or comedians or whatever, whatever it is that you choose to do, you know, that's going to put you in that new strata that's going to make you busier and more in demand and richer and all the things, you know, the, 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 the the set of values that dictate uh, your success with relation to what I just kind of listed off is bullshit. I mean, it's complete fucking, you know, and 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 you know when you you talk about worshipping false idols i mean you know the things that pass for um success are as 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 fleeting and as paper thin as they've ever been in the history of the world and so if if you if you're going to you know yeah it it's really great when when society moves you along and gives you a greater audience and a greater um uh influence meter and a greater you know number attached to each job you do and you know it's great don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not but I, but i'm also saying if you if you are aiming for uh that kind of if you if you're engineering your life and aiming for the kind of success that society has deemed, you know, hip and cool. Um, you know, uh, well, you finished the sentence, Chris. I can't.
1: I think it's because you you said it's a paper thin thing. So you're aiming for an empty thing. It's an empty thing that is built on, because I know, exa- I think I know exactly what you're saying or what you're talking about, because if you're going for the acclaim and the all that stuff you're talking about the fame level or whatever it's that's not about you that's how others perceive you so you're basically chasing other people's perceptions of you in an elevated way and that's kind of an empty pursuit because it's not because that doesn't make it about you or what your passions are and i do find that the most interesting careers are the ones where people's careers zigzag and they take interesting turns and then you go oh i think they just we're really interested in this thing and not all of it made a ton of money and not all of it was noticed and not some of it was shit on. But when you kind of look back at the tapestry of what made their career, you really see this beautiful, interesting journey that was sort of a, a, a personal diary of who they were and not, you know, you don't want the diary of who you were to be chasing fame. That's gross <laughs> because it doesn't mean anything, you know?
0: Right, and, right.
1: and I think when people do just try to pursue that and then they get it, you know that's like they, they get depressed because it's not what they thought it was, you know because again the result isn't it's not the result shouldn't be the goal you know so i hope i i hope i did that i hope I said that the right way does that does some of that well I, I,
0: I, I hope you did too
1: <laughs> because
0: you know you're my nephew and i'm you know yes, I, have very, yes. I hope i very have very high hopes for you.
1: By the way, as a proud nephew, I do have to say, two movies coming out, Ron Proman. two movies in a month of each other, within a month. You How got Run that? with the Hunted coming out June 26th and The Big Ugly coming out July 40, 31st. Two movies.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I think, you know, and this is the other thing that you really, really must bear in mind, Chris, is that if you live long enough, all of your competition dies and you get to work more often.
1: <laughs> so you're just <laughs> so it's a longevity there's a longevity
0: play. Totally. In my case, to- totally, totally. <laughs>
1: yeah. So Run with the Hunted is June twenty-sixth. And then a month later, The Big Ugly as well will be available everywhere on demand July thirty first. That that's a whole show, by the way, uh Chris.
0: Uh about the devolution of the um, receiving process of cinema. Right. Um, and uh, it was already completely gone to shit um, before the virus, but now there's this excuse to not go to the theaters anyway. Um, I mean, we were all headed toward, you know, if, if, if I can't get it in my living room, why bother? Um you know, but that's, that's a different, that's a whole different discussion.
1: Well, it is because it, it, there, there already was sort of, I I feel like there was sort of a, a spoken and maybe not as much spoken. I don't know if it's a, it was a joke or an idea of like, Hey, if you're not making like a superhero movie, why bother putting it in the theater? You know, like that, before all of this happened, because, you know, there are those movies that feel like, Oh, they're event movies and you need to see it on the big screen. And then there's, and then there's stuff where I guess people just feel like, yeah, I don't really need to leave my house, you know? And now people are like, I can't really leave my house or maybe it's not, a, you know, maybe- But it was,
0: tra- it was, it was trending toward, you know, uh, w- what with the, the advent of Netflix and Amazon Prime and now Hulu and, and uh, Apple and, you know, all of these things that are delivery systems straight to your living room. It was trending toward- um, everything going that way anyway. And the, and, and the, you know, wh- whereas, whereas they started out as, as being kind of poor relations to what the big studios were putting out. Now they're the big studios and they're putting out the, the best shit with the best uh, talent uh, all the way from writers to directors, to producers, to actors, etc. cetera. And so that's where we were headed. Um, you know this notion of how you know you and i grew up where you know you if it's if it's a movie it comes out on a certain date and you and you go find out what theater is it's playing in near you and you go see it um uh and if you're as old as i am um you are mourning the death of what i just described because it's no longer a thing It's no longer a thing. And the only way it's a thing is if you make such a big tentpole movie and you can have $50 million worth of advertising in your budget um, in order to get people to leave their house and go to the theater uh, because they have just been whipped into a frenzy that they got to go see this. But that's the only way. That's the only way that happens.
1: You hear that? Your dog knows. Spring is coming sooner than you think. But the warmer weather also means that fleas and ticks are coming back. Fleas are an itchy nuisance and can easily get into your home, furniture, and beds, which can be terrible. Ticks are even worse. They're hard to spot but can carry disease and get your dog really sick. Pet Med's pharmacists connect directly with your vet to save you time and deliver the best flea and tick products for your pet. Pet Meds offers low prices on all Flea and Tick Meds, including NexGuard, Simperica, and more. Visit PetMeds.com and use promo code PodCAST to save 40% on your first auto ship order. That's PetMeds.com promo code podcast for 40% off your first auto ship order. I I do I do have this hope that when it is okay for everyone to flood theaters again, that people are going to, because it's been taken away for so long, I really do think people will miss it. I think people will be eager to be able to get together in groups and have these kind of shared communal experiences because we haven't really had the option to do that in so long. So I, uh, I, I,
0: I, mean, I hope you're right because I mean, some of my greatest, um, Greatest, greatest memories. uh You know, at the end of a really challenging day, or a bad day, or a day where you got some bad news, is you know, you take your girlfriend, or your significant other, or your kids, and you go buy some popcorn, sit in a dark theater, and just like laugh your ass off, or just you know, have your mind blown by great, you know, thought and imagery and 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 and, and things that 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 art form availed you. And, um, so I hope you're right. I I just, you know, um, it it would be a great shame, you know, and the thing of it is, you know, people, people who don't know something don't miss it. But guys like me who knew it, um, really miss it. Um, so I hope it comes, I hope you're right. I hope it comes back in a big way and and redefines itself and, you know, and gets a, a really great footing back in, in the things that we cherish because you you know the whole conversation we've been having so far is i i would imagine that part of uh the return to what what whatever the new normal is going to be is is um making sure that we have come to terms with the things that are really important and that we really cherish and making them part of our everyday lives um you know instead of uh, just, you know, kind of walking around like automatons and assuming that all that's going to be done for us.
1: Yeah, I I hope, I really do hope it is an appreciation for people and experiences and shared communal experiences over things, you know, over things and status or whatever. I mean, it's because, you know, we're all we've got. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's right <laughs> so you know things can come and go but you know the people the people in your lives are the i don't know it's it and and those shared communal experiences too like i really i am a homebody and my wife and i don't mind being at home like you never had to twist our arm to not go anywhere but you know like being in a comedy club like i really miss seeing a bunch of being in a group of people and watching people laugh and sort of have a shared experience. And, you know, like it's that, I I do think that is important for human beings because we're communal. Like I don't, I don't think we're supposed to be isolated creatures. I think we are supposed to have shared communal experiences. And so I do believe that when it is by and large allowed again, and when it's okay, I do think there will be a resurgence of that after probably some initial agoraphobia um, because we, I, I think on a cellular level, we crave it.
0: Yeah. So true. So true. And this is why, you know, we love our sports and we love our our concert halls and we love our theaters and we love, uh, you know, we love places where we can, you know, be, be part of this crazy frenzied, communal excitement about something and uh, look to the guy to your left and look to the chick to your right and go isn't this fucking mind-blowing
1: yeah no. i mean you know I-, I know i mention this always when you come on the podcast but when i think about those old days of going to the brass monkey and seeing you get up and do karaoke and you know like just even that idea like oh man that was such a I, you know, I hope I didn't take that for granted. All those things were just felt so like, ah, oh, let's just go, let's just go to karaoke tonight, whatever. You know, that just felt so disposable. Of like, ah, oh, we can do this; it's no big deal. You know, yeah. and now I go, oh my god, it'd be so much fun to yeah. be able to go to a karaoke place and everyone get up and do songs and kind of encourage each other and right. laugh and be able to hug. Like I, right. you know, like that stuff. I, and I know it'll come back, and and I just I hope that when it does that we remember, we take a pause and just remember, like, this is, these are the sweet, beautiful moments of life where we get to come together. We have the privilege to come together to do these things as a, as a group and, and celebrate each other. And, you know, like that, that I, I do, I do miss that stuff,
0: Mm.
1: which is why Ron Perlman's home karaoke show is going to tide me over until
0: this is all over. Well, it won't be the same as like if you see it in, the, in a bar. No, I know. know. Uh, and and you know, you got some asshole up there trying to sing Sinatra, and if you look to your left, some other asshole falling off a bar stool. <laughs> uh, you know, not really, that really maybe, maybe that I... adds that adds to the fun. I mean, I could probably figure out how to get that in to my home version somehow. I have <laughs> I have plenty of friends who are happy to fall off a bar stool at any given time.
1: You know, we could cut it together in a way. Like, if you got a couple different people in Zoom, on Zoom, you could sort of cut it to where you're kind of, like, nodding to different people in the, quote, room, and then we just sort of cut in, like, the guy falling off the stool at the bar, a guy yeah. passing out at a table, yep. you know, two people arguing at the back table. <laughs> like, we could cut all that together.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Um, we, got, is there, we got people.
1: Is there anything you know, I, I do kind of, I have like I've enjoyed kind of tr- ending the, um, the podcast episodes on, you know, the most hopeful notes possible for folks, you know, especially. Well, you've
0: if, come to the wrong guy.
1: <laughs> I don't believe that. You're, you're an you're optimist run. at heart. Oh. I believe it. I believe you're an optimist. I believe that you believe in the good of everything. And I know that, I know that uh I, I do believe I think you you seem like a hopeful person like you hope for the best for for the world. And what what are you hopeful about now? What's bringing you joy? Um
0: joy. Jesus. Joy uh what's bringing me joy? You know, I I can't <laughs> I can't characterize um the overriding um, sentiment of anything good that you're taking out of these times as joyful because there's just there's just too much reckoning that's that's happening right now, you know? The, right. The, the, what's going on in the streets, you know, the, the reckoning of the 400 years of, you know, the, the original sin and um, what's going on politically and, you know, the, the, how how toxic and poisonous um, uh, the division is between those who think one way and those who think a different way um, and then of course the coronavirus and you know you, you're seeing nothing but sobering statistics uh, the, the numbers are truly staggering and you're seeing um, a, a, a moment in our in our in our um, political history where you finally have nobody at home to deal with the problem. You know, they're not just asleep at the wheel. There is no wheel. Um, so, uh, unfortunately I, 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 next time I come on, I hope I have a more joyful assessment of what to take away from this, but, but maybe the joyful assessment is, is that, in the same way as that, we started out the conversation. You know, what three, four hours ago? Yeah, um, at least. You know, everything is an opportunity to be better, and um, if you don't, uh, if you don't look at um, the world that way, that you got, like all of the things that I just kind of listed, um, have have. have have a a real kind of negative gravitas to them. But if you don't say, okay, if that's the hand I'm dealt, how do I go all in and win the pot? And there's a way to do that. You know, it just depends on what your attitude is and what energy you're willing to apply. And so the joy of it all is that we have this opportunity right now to um, fix some stuff and to make a better world way for our kids and um uh I'm sorry that that wasn't I wished I had a better answer for that you know what that
1: is a that's a beautiful answer actually and it's and it's it's an honest answer and you know my apologies if the question was even idiotic to begin with i just i you know for people who feel overwhelmed, who feel um overstretched emotionally and sort of you know maybe just looking for nuggets of you know something, you know, hopeful to to grasp onto in a time, you know, of of you know of everything that's that's going on in the world these last three months. And I think the idea of can we make a better world for our kids is an incredibly hopeful and joyous sentiment. And so, you know, I don't think you need to say like, oh, I'm sorry that wasn't a I think that was a beautiful answer.
0: Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. You're, 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 you you're my favorite nephew. <laughs> I
1: you'll adore always,
0: you, Uncle give, Ron. You'll always, I... give, you'll always give your old uncle a pass. And I love, <laughs> I love that about you.
1: <laughs> well, I know because it's, you know, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I've just always kind of felt like a, Hey, that guy, I, I, I love that guy. I really hope I get to see that guy more often. You know, like there's whenever it comes up that you want to come on the podcast, I'm always excited because I don't know, like I, I always feel enriched by our conversations. They're fun and they're silly and they're serious and authentic but philosophical at the same time. And 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 so yeah, I, I don't uh I don't know. I, I never all I know is that every time I sit down with you, I just expect like it's gonna be fun and interesting and enlightening and i don't know i i really i enjoy our talks it would be fun to have talks maybe even not on the podcast sometime just checking everyone's well hey uncle ron how you doing what's going on what what's on your mind
0: listen i remember when i got invited to uh the nerdist for the first time and i had to embarrassingly um you know get the balls to ask some of my nearest and dearest like do you know what a podcast is (laughs) is that a real thing (laughs) i didn't i had no idea what a podcast was i imagined some sort of like you know horror movie with these things that gave birth to you know um mutated like you know uh village people (laughs) Right, 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 right. No, things yeah. that came out of some some pod, you know, pod like, people. There was a there was a there was a movie about that, wasn't there? There's probably yeah, yeah, a whole yeah. genre
1: of movies about. There's it. a whole 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 genre of movies about that. Yeah, of pod people, and it felt that way in the early days. That it felt like we were when people didn't. It was the exact thing. They didn't know what a podcast was. It felt like we were pitching them pod people. They're like, "What is this?" We, what? Yeah, but we we
0: we go that far back where, first of all, the very first quote-unquote podcast i was ever on was thanks to your gracious invitation on the nerdist and which led to a series of beautiful uh revisitations for the two of us but um you know i don't want to make news but um I'm, i think i'm about to launch my own pretty soon
1: what oh my god I, this is great because i poked at you about that the last time you're i'm like you should do a podcast And you're like i don't I don't know. Like it it you seemed you seem like you were kind of waffling about it. So this is this is really this is really terrific news. Interesting.
0: Well I found out you could do it from your house and you don't have to put on pants, so
1: you do not have to no. You could just do it in a robe. Like you could just you could just lie in bed. You could wake up in the morning hit record on the thing, still lie in bed and technically do a podcast. You, you,
0: yeah you, you, you can really do it <laughs> in a, you can do it in a robe or in nothing at all. my friend.
1: You could do it in nothing at all. However, because it's just audio only, there are some video podcasts, but I really like the audio podcast.
0: Yeah. I, I like to mix it up though. I think my, my, my podcast is going to be one with absolutely no format. Um, you know, where you, you know, you, you'll never be able to categorize, uh, what what it is that the fuck this guy's gonna do. <laughs> um, so uh, it's gonna be Zany and I'm going I'm going have calling a name I do have a name and we're really making news now because this is like this has not been announced on any level whatsoever. But it's called uh, without the birdseed, a Ron Proman podcast.
1: Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm I'm glad you're doing this. I'm glad you're doing well. Um, and I'm glad that you are maintaining well in, you know, in just the state of the last three months and being isolated and still finding, you know, still finding things to do. And, and, and uh, I just appreciate you, Ron Perlman. I really do. And you're well, I appreciate, on this podcast I, anytime. I, I, I appreciate how far back we go.
0: And the fact that we're still kicking and we got so much more to do and say and uh, big hug, Chris, big hug.
1: Big hug to you too, Uncle Ron. I uh, I hope to talk to you soon. Run with the Hunted is on demand June 26th and the Big Ugly is on demand July 31st. Uh, so yeah, I, I hope to see you in person someday soon and give you a big hug, man. Absolutely. All right.
0: Regards, regards to everybody, brother.
1: You as well. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: No murder, no suicide, <laughs> and best of all, there's no cost to join us
1: in Pura. He promised to keep you safe. They killed her. You took everything.
0: In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you here in Pura. The last city is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery.